Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? Hope you're fantastic. I've got a high pony on. I got a t-shirt from Show Me Your Moo Moo on. And I have on a pair of exercise shorts that are so short, both of my labias are just out. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like an eight, a pair of 80s. Hold on, I'm going to stand up. You can see him. I got a neon sneaker on. If you're watching this on the YouTubes, you'll, you'll, you'll see. I mean, I look like a fucking... 1992 track star today. Have I gone into a light jog at any point of the day? I absolutely have not. But if I'm not going to fool the masses while I'm out and about in Atlanta today, letting people know "Mm, she may have exercised. I'll tell you what, it's all smoke and mirrors, but I feel good. Haven't had a cool breeze up the twat like this in a minute. And I don't even mean to say the word twat to be like a twat about it. But I'll tell you what, it's different. It's different. You know, the bike shorts have really been in, but I haven't worn one of these 1990s kind of running short in a minute. This this must be how it feels to be a guy all the time. Jeff runs around his little Lululemon basketball shorts. And I'll tell you what, if he so much as bends down to pick up, I don't know, a, a loose toothpick, his nuts are hanging out of those in a good way. You know what I mean? But I got that mesh lining, so I don't even have I don't even have a thong on. You know what I mean? I'm raw dogging it right now. And I feel alive. I feel the wind against my genitals. I feel a little perk. Like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm perked up a little bit. I feel like maybe if somebody came up to me and offered me drugs, you know what I mean? If I was just at a stoplight and somebody came to my window and they're like, yo, you want to buy some cocaine? I might do it. You know, it feels wild. And I know. The men who are listening are probably like, well, Heather, you know, you wear dresses and skirts all the time. No, no, no. That's a different feeling because that at any point, you know, your labia is just going to be out. But I'm in a mesh diaper right now. Essentially, I'm wearing a mesh diaper and it feels like I'm protected. I'm controlled, but I'm also living on the edge. And I'll tell you what, if that isn't a metaphor for life, for this next season, for be the you today, you want to be tomorrow. I mean, there's just nothing better than a bike short with a little mesh. You know what I mean? A little mesh. Your girl's meshing hard. I mean, honestly, right now, if I was underneath the bridge at a stop sign waiting to merge on the highway and I got a knock, knock, knock on the window. Hey, girl, would you like to buy a a lemonade, a cool, crisp lemonade and a bag of cocaine? I'd say, yes, please. I don't have cash. Do you take Venmo? And they'd say, no, only cash app. And I'd go, well, (laughs) the Lord was looking out for me. Looks like I won't be buying cocaine today. Anywho, you know, that's just where I'm at. 
I just really, I was driving down here to the studio and I was having like a little personal observation of myself. I was like, God, guys have a nice, they run around all day if they want with those basketball shorts with the mesh, hugging their nuts, but still feeling protected. When you're, when you're a woman in a dress with a thong or a Spanx or any sort of contraption that's holding in your bits, it doesn't feel as free as this does. It really doesn't. You know what I mean? I feel like I could do a high kick and also, you know, give a hand job to, I don't know, a, a line cook at Chipotle. That's how kind of on the edge, loose and limber I feel. That's a beautiful thing. On my way down here, I had a beautiful conversation with my dear friend, Mary Beth. Shout out to Mary Beth. We've been best friends since second grade. And, you know, we were joking the other night. We went to dinner last night and I was like, guys, I think I might try and have a baby. I think we might try and do it again. I was a little defeated the first uh, year and a half ago when we went to do the egg freezing and the IVF and all that jazz. And, you know, you know, you girls got a low egg count. Okay. You know, I was an old egg. My mom had me at 40, which means I'm semi-cooked, which means I was riddled with eczema as a child. But I said, I think I'm going to try and do another round of egg freezing to try and get some more embryos in December. But it really fucked me up emotionally. Not even emotionally, I'm sorry, physically fucked me up. I'm going to be honest. Y'all know I've been transparent as shit about all the things that I've gone through. I had ovarian cysts. My hair fell out. I put on 35 pounds. I was sweating. I still have the night sweats. But anyways, I've been on a nice health and wellness journey the last year and a half post egg retrieval. I think I got to do it again. So anyways, I was telling Mary Beth last night with two of our girlfriends, hey, I think I'm going to start exploring having a kid in whatever way God wants me to have that kid. Jeff, when I wrap up this tour, I don't know, we were just thinking about it. And I know that's a very personal thing to share. And I don't want people to come up to me every three minutes after this and be like, are you pregnant? Are you not drinking? Because you're right. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm just looking at my options through the next year. Okay. So everybody chill the fuck out. I probably should not be sharing this. I guarantee you I'm going to get a call. Ring, ring. Heather, that was a bad idea, says everyone in my life. Regardless, though. So I dropped that little nugget to Mary. I was like, you know, I I just got to really mentally gear myself up to possibly do the IVF again. I just know physically how shitty I'm going to feel. Anyways, so I call Mary Beth on my way down here and we kind of have this thing every day at one o'clock. She's picking up her son from whatever camp he's going to this summer. And it just, I don't know why, but it was the wildest in a matter of, I would say, in a matter of 90 seconds being on the phone with Mary as she picked up her perfect children from camp, her one son, Wyatt, and she had her two twins in the back. It was such a wave of just circumstance and everything that happened in this conversation with me on speakerphone in her car made me want to have a child. And also I was clenching my pussy so hard at the same time. So she pulls up and I can hear her, you know, asking for her son. She's got her little carpool number. You know, they do the security check. Yep, yeah, it's it's Wyatt's mom, da-da-da, got you. And next thing you know, you hear Wyatt get in the car and he is just talking to everybody. You can hear Mary Beth roll down her window and she's like, say, say bye to officer Michael. Say bye to coach. I think the guy's name's literally coach Jeff. Say bye to coach Jeff. And you can hear Wyatt 
you know, saying bye, see you tomorrow, just having like a moment. Like it was just the cutest. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know if this will speak to anybody, but it was just this moment I'm driving and I'm just listening and I'm, I have goosebumps up my arms. I'm like, that's what I want. I want that moment to pick up my kid from some shitty sports camp and be like, how was soccer? And my kid's like, I'm slow on the field. And I'm like, that's okay because you're chunky. You know, I want that, that I want a kid. I'm not craving the baby and saying craving baby. I'm sure someone's going to take that one specific line, twist it on TikTok and be like, Heather's in the Illuminati. She's craving babies. No, you know what I'm saying? I think though I am that maternal instincts kicking in where I'm craving like the relationship with like all my friends, kids who are like three, four, five. We laugh, we laugh and it's funny and they're ridiculous and they have these personalities and they keep me on my toes. And I just find that, I find that so endearing. And I'm like, that's the part of motherhood that I'm excited about eventually, right? Lord willing, whenever that might be. Farmer's dog is a damn no-brainer, okay? It's basically nectar of the gods for my dogs, and they go literally bonkers for it. When it is breakfast, when it is dinner, you say breakfast, these dogs could be 10 miles down the road, and they will come barreling into my kitchen because they love farmer's dog so much. Listen, okay, it makes a big difference when the results of switching your dog's food from Kimmel to fresh can seem like magic. Especially, I gave it to Bronson, he's our senior dog, my sister's dog, and it's just, he's acting like a puppy again. And even the pickiest eaters, maybe you have an animal that's not a big eater. Well, listen, they can't wait for dinner time, okay? You might think that some spells were cast, but no, it's just the magic of farmer's dog. The reason I love farmer's dog, farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. I love it. I also love that it comes pre-portioned, right? So I get a little package for macaroni. I get a package for rigatoni. We get a package for Bronson. It says how much they need, how many times a day. They're frozen. I just leave them in the freezer. I defrost it overnight. And then bop, 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 I'm good to go. It's awesome. I love it. Listen, also, it's gotten Briggs back to a healthy weight. He got a little chunky dunk for a minute. Um, my dogs just really love it. So it doesn't get better than farmer's dog. I swear by that. Listen, get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Plus you'll get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Again, go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Again, that's thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Number one reason. I am thriving and my family is thriving and we feel good. And I've been giving this out to all of my friends and my mom takes it every day. And my husband takes it every day is because when I started to go abroad and travel as much as I did before I started taking AG1, I would get sick all the time. My mom made a comment to me the other day. She was like, Heather, you really feel like you've been glowing. And I said, I swear it's because I take AG1. I do not travel without it. I will take the travel packs and sometimes I will just take the giant bag that I have, throw it in my suitcase because I know everybody's going to ask me for a scoop of that AG1. AG1 is awesome. Okay. I take it in the morning. You can take it in the afternoon. I personally like to take it before I start my day. I put one scoop in water, swish it around, drink it down. It's delicious. And listen, here's the thing. One scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support. Definitely a boost of energy. The mornings that like I forget to take AG1, I'm sluggish all day. And even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. 
Y'all, this is something I genuinely really take. Also, my doctor, when I went through and went for my physical recently, she was like, oh yeah, AG1's great. We all take it in the office. I was like, all right, my doctor's taking it. I know it's good. Listen, if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. That's drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Check it out. Again, there are very few things out there that you can take that your whole family can take and my mom takes it. My husband takes it. My sister takes AG1. We on that AG1 family plan. You know what I'm saying? Because we're feeling good. We're energized. And most importantly for me, the probiotic and the immunity means the most to me. Okay. Again, go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Check it out. So then you hear this little adorable voice say goodbye to the, the officer who put him in the car, you know, and Mary's having funny witty banter with the teachers that she's saying bye to. And then in two seconds, right, she's, you can hear her pull over and she goes, Wyatt, get in your seat, get in your seat. And then, and, and Mary is one of the best moms out there. You guys are all, she just kicking ass, taking names. <laughs> and then in the next 60 seconds, as soon as those windows roll up, you hear Wyatt just say, I'm not getting in the seat. You know what I mean? And Mary's like, I've got your snack, sit in the seat. And this is how dramatic, and this is, this is my baby. This, this child is my baby. But you just hear him pulling the same shit that we pulled with our parents. He's like, my leg's stuck. She's like, your leg is not stuck. I am staring at your leg. Your leg is not even close to being stuck. I need you to sit your bottom in your seat and you need to buckle. And he's like, my leg's stuck. Where are my cookies? And I'm like, this is it, dude. This is it. She said, we're not doing movies or pool time when we get back. If you do not buckle up, safety first, Officer Michael's staring at us. He's going to give us a ticket. And I'm, and I'm on speakerphone. So I'm like, Wyatt, you better buckle up. Officer Michael's going to take you. You're going to be locked up raw, brother. And he's literally like, I don't care. So then I'm trying to kind of distract Wyatt because I know Mary Beth's pulled over in the carpool line. She's got two twins in the car and his ass needs to get buckled. And I'm laughing so hard because the way that the, he's three, almost four, the way he knew just to be like, bye to the p- nice policeman that put him in the car. And then as soon as the windows go up, he's like, where are my cookies? Was just the most, I mean, literally I had goosebumps. My heart was filled. It was like pulsating. I was like, that's the, that's what I want. That's the mother I know I can be. I see my friends who are such great examples of doing it all having the jobs, raising the kids, doing it, making it look graceful while also being funny and transparent about it. Everything, it was like this wave of emotion came over me. And I was like, that's what I want. And then 10 seconds later, when no one was looking, the cookie monster came out. (laughs) And I'm listening to all of this on speakerphone, which is the best part of it, right? So then Wyatt finally gets in his seat. He buckles. And in my mind, too, I don't know why Mary Beth and I both reverted back to, even me on speakerphone, if you don't buckle, you're going to jail. Remember how our parents, and I know that parenting has changed since we were kids. My parents had me, it may be why I'm so obsessed with TV shows like Locked Up Raw. You know what I mean? The inside track. Any sort of scared straight program, any sort of there's a, a jail cell, the first 48, any true crime. I'm obsessed with it because my parents 
literally any, I could fart in our living room and my mom would be like, Officer Michael's coming to get you. You're going to jail. So I was always living in fear on the edge, clenching an ass cheek, thinking that's it. I'm going. I'm, I'm a, you know, seven years old with a mild dairy allergy. I just did a little root toot here in the living room. My ass is getting put in the, in the clinker. Constantly had a fear of, I'm going to go to jail. And it wasn't like, you know, your parents use that one excuse where if you steal a piece of candy, you go into jail. No, no, no. My mom, it was a lot of, if you eat anything, because <laughs> you're chubby. If you have more than two almonds, you go into jail. And honestly, I know someone's thinking that's harsh parenting. I needed it. There was a, you know, I was eating snacks under the bed kind of kid. You know what I'm saying? I might have had a little something, something with the snacks. <laughs> but immediately, I just referred back to, I'm yelling at my French child in a funny way, but I'm like, Officer Michael, he just called me, Wyatt, on the other line and said, if you... Don't get your foot, and I quote, unstuck. It wasn't stuck. We know it wasn't stuck. And buckle up. A, you're not going to get Teddy Grahams, and B, you're going to prison. (laughs) What? And Mary and I are just laughing our asses off. Because we also know that her son is such a, you know, he's a reflection of her. She's like, he's pulling the same shit I pulled. And they all do. But it was wild. And then three seconds later, Wyatt and I have this little witty banter. He's like, you're a bad girl, Chi-Chi. They all call me Chi-Chi for Aunt Cheetah Print. I don't know. It's just an easy name for kids. You know, Mima, Papa, Nana, Pops, Mimi, whatever. I'm Chi-Chi. That's just who I am. I'm a Cheetah Print kind of gal. Okay? I'm going to send all their asses to college because I know I'm going to have a thriving QVC faux fur vest line. Like, we just know. Now, has anybody officially made me anybody's godparent? (laughs) No, but it's fine. I'll take all the children. You know, it takes a village. But it was so funny in just this like 90 seconds of you want it. I'm like, oh, my God, my heart is full. I hear the the twins giggling. I hear Wyatt getting picked up from camp. I crave that experience to Wyatt being like, give me my Teddy Grahams or I'm going to jail. And you're like, that's it. That's parenting. So then on speakerphone, once Wyatt gets in it, buckles in, he settles down. He knows that I'm in on the joke. I said, Wyatt, should I have a baby? And he goes, no. I said, why not? He said, no, I don't want you to have a baby unless it's a sister. And I literally was back on that euphoric high again. I said, Wyatt, you're not going to understand this, but I do have a daughter that's on ice somewhere. So you know, and technically she wouldn't be your sister, but she technically would be not even your cousin. But, you know, white people are the only, we're the only, I would say, ethnicity that gives a shit about the actual bloodline. My cousin, my girlfriends are my cousins. You know what I'm saying? Family is family. Half my family, you know what I mean? We're good. So I was trying to explain to him, this would technically be your cousin, but you could technically marry her. If I have a daughter, I would hope that you two end up together. No pressure. If that's what you're into. And Mary was like, well, he just spoke it into existence. Because 30 seconds when he's screaming, where are my Teddy Graham? You bitch, give me my cookies. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I already have to deal with Jeff in the car and Robin, my toddler in the back seat, wondering why her iPad's slow. I said, bitch, you got two iPads. Robin has two iPads. You know, Martha Stewart had 10 iPads. 
Robin's got two. And the one she uses is from 1994. The original brick that Steve Jobs created before iPads were on the market, that's the one my mom uses. Does she have an iPad that I bought for her a year ago that has all of her TV shows queued up that's ready to go? Yes. Does she use that one? Sure doesn't. So I'm already kind of well-versed in motherhood. I always have a toddler in my backseat asking a billion questions, needing a snack or a glass of wine. So I feel like I'm ready in a sense of I know what it's like to be exhausted. I do. You know what I mean? The, the road life is not for the week. I've got already kind of, you know, a saggy titty, if you will. So, you know, what's a little more sad? <laughs> You know what I mean? Shout out to the, shout out to my girls. Anyways, I just had such a, just a whirlwind of emotion. And I'm like, that's parenting. In 90 seconds, your kid could tell you you're the best mommy in the world and then throw Teddy Grahams in your face and be like, fuck you. I'm going to jail. Fuck you, mom. Okay, I dare you. Call Officer Michael. Tell him I'm ready to go. And then last night when we were, when we picked up Mary Beth to go to dinner, Wyatt came out of the house. We FaceTime every day. He's my boy. We FaceTime and he comes out of the house in a Hulk costume that's two sizes too small. And he runs up and gives me a hug and gives me a little kiss on the cheek. He says, I love you, Chi-Chi. And I'm like, I mean a baby. You know, it's wild. It's wild. I definitely know. And, I, and I've said this before. And I don't mean to like... I probably should have just talked to my therapist about this, but I just feel like there's so many people who are either about to have children or on the fence or have children that are in the thick of it that call me and they're like, you know, all my girlfriends, we laugh, but I've also been the sounding board for the last four years of all my friends who had kids. You know, I'm their escape. And now I'm about to maybe dive in head first into the deep end, you know, and, and experience the brownouts. I mean, half my friends, they call me. Well, we last at the pool three minutes and then somebody's kid just took a hot turd in the, in, in the shallow end. I'm not ready for my pool to be ruined. You know what I mean? I like my salt water pool. But I don't know. I just know that so many of y'all will relate to that. And it's a wild thing. And everybody says oh, there's never a right time. Well, physically, I had to figure some things out. You know what I mean? Physically, I at least got to try and get another egg on ice. Whether it's going to happen tomorrow or whenever. Drizzly is here to be your partner in parties, meaning we're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so you can be confident and just host an actual party at your own party. There is nothing worse than when you don't feel confident and you're hosting a party and you can't enjoy your own party because you're running around and you're like, oh shit, do we have everything we need? Well, leave it up to Drizzly. Listen, I love what I can get from Drizzly. You know, I love that Aperol, that Grand Marnier, Cordon Rouge, the Sky. They got the Espelon Blanco, the Espelon Reposado, Campari, Wild Turkey 101. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door and when you want it. Drizzly is a go-to app for drink delivery. And I, listen, I love it. If I'm ever like having some people over for a late night, we went to dinner, I want to have some folks over and I know they want a specific thing. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't have that in my bar. Well, guess what? I just use Drizzly. It's a go-to app for drink delivery. And all you got to do is get on the app, 
Drizzly will help restock your bar for a party that you're hosting. And it just, it doesn't get easier than that. Listen, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's drizzly, D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and use code absolutely to receive $5 off or a zero delivery fee off your next order. Again, must be 21, not valid in all states. Codes cannot be combined with any other offers. Not valid at all retailers. Code expires 9-15-23 at 11-59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, I love BetterHelp, okay? You can give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash absolutely and get on your way to being your best self. One of the reasons I love BetterHelp is because... When, when life feels uncertain, when you get bogged down, when you're doing too much and just shit feels crazy, you know what? Sometimes you need to talk to somebody. Sometimes we're faced with a crossroad in life and we don't know which path to take. Well, it helps to talk it out. Visit betterhelp.com slash absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. And if you've ever benefited from therapy, you know, like, you know how great it feels just to like work through your feelings in a positive, safe environment where you can chit chat and just work through it. Listen, I love BetterHelp, okay? If you're ever thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P. So that's betterhelp.com slash absolutely. Again, take your life back in your hands. You can do it. Just go to betterhelp.com slash absolutely to find somebody to chit chat with. So, hey, you can feel better with BetterHelp. You know, shout out to my girls who deal with infertility. Shout out to the people who DM me every day, a baby would look good on you. Hey, you want to go ahead and fix the ovary that exploded? I'd love that. So anyways, and it's wild too, when I'm out nowadays, I I was out at dinner the other night and I wasn't drinking. I just didn't want to drink. You know, imagine that. Imagine that. I was like, I'm driving. I drove here. I'm not even going to deal with it. Give me a Pellegrino with lime. And I had six people ask me, are you pregnant? I was like, no, if I'm pregnant, I'm, if I pee on a stick, I'm letting you know, I will literally pee on the stick and put it on Instagram. You know, I can't keep a secret. Hence why I'm having this emotional discovery with y'all, whether or not I should have a kid. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm telling you this. This is when I realized that there is no, there is no personal boundary between how I feel in my private life and what I say on the podcast. And that is a problem. Should I kept it to myself? But I hope you know that when you DM me, a baby will look good in you and all those things, I already feel the same way. I know I'm going to be a great mom. Because I was able to tell a three-year-old today that if he didn't get in his, buckled in his seat, he was going to be locked up raw. And he wouldn't be able to go to the University of Georgia and possibly play soccer the way he thinks he wants to because he would have a bad rap sheet. And kids don't get into college when they've done hard time. That's a conversation I had with my pseudo-godson today. And honestly, if y'all have a problem with my adjacent style of parenting. That's the way I was raised. My mom was like, you're going to jail because you fought it in the living room. 
And I'm like, I'm allergic to cheese. And we're Italian. There's so much cheese in everything. So if you don't like it, well, don't come to my daycare. Anyways, listen, we got a lot of voicemails. We're going to rip into these. I need you to know that the voicemails bring me so much joy. I mean, y'all are, even when I think I'm having like an unhinged, unwell, uh, maybe like my thoughts are not fully, fully together. Y'all call into the hotline and then I realize, I mean, we're all getting dumber together. So that's a good thing. But I want to hear what absolutely not y'all have. Also, if, if I will block you if you DM me and say, a baby would look good on you. I know. Okay, I know. Relax. All right, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Also wanted to let you know, I will be in Vegas. Then I'm going to Chicago. Then I'm going to be on the road. We are back in action. Choo-choo, the train's leaving the station on the tail end of the farewell tour, not the farewell, the comeback tour. And we're going to shoot our special at the Fox Theater here in Atlanta, Georgia, November 9th and 10th. And then it's a wrap. Then it's a wrap on that. I'm very excited to announce some cool stuff coming up. I don't know when I'm allowed to announce it. When the deals are done, I will announce the announcements. But um, I'm very excited. And to all y'all who've come out, and again, I'll never be able to thank you enough for coming out to Radio City. That is, there's no way I could ever repay you. And I'm just so grateful to everybody who's bought tickets to the the fall tour. Like, let's go out with the bang, baby. Let's go out with the bang. All right, let's get to the voicemails. Hi, Heather. This is Dan in D.C., Mm. my first time calling. I have a complete absolutely not for you. So I was on the train this past Saturday from D.C. up to New York to celebrate a friend's birthday, which was fantastic. However, we board the train like 8 o'clock in the morning. The conductor, we, we pull away from the station. The conductor gets on the loudspeaker and says, Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I refer to myself as the historian conductor. And then he proceeded to, for two and a half hours on the Mm. train, give historical facts about places we were passing. So pulling into Baltimore, he's giving facts about the history of Baltimore. No need. Then get into Pennsylvania, gives us facts on Civil War battles that happened in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pulls into Philly, gives a long history of how that was the capital of the United States and, and the Liberty Bell and everything. We don't want to know all of this. I do. Please a just get us to New York City. Please, absolutely not to the mindless talking. Finally, as we crossed into New Jersey, I think somebody in the quiet car asked the conductor to stop because he got on and said that he was stopping, but stopping giving his updates. But oh my gosh, it was an absolutely not. Anyway, love you. Love and light. Thanks for all you do. You've gotten us all through the last three years. Couldn't have done it without you. Thanks. Bye. Dan. Oh, man. What a journey. First of all, no one needs to know the history of Baltimore. I've been there. They haven't fixed anything since the 1800s. I'm being honest. Okay. I'm letting you know. I mean, a morning, first of all, a morning train, the hustle and the bustle to get there already traumatic. Then I got to be honest with you. While you wouldn't have wanted to have heard any of that, I think that's a beautiful experience for that guy. Think about it. He's probably an older gentleman. He's a train conductor. The joy of his life is giving you a history lesson. 
about how crabs took over the state of Maryland. His little spiel on the Liberty Bell is probably what he jerks off to at night, right before he goes to bed in in his house alone. So as much, you know, as annoying as that was, you got to think, put yourself in his shoes for two seconds. He's on the train to the end of his life. Just trying to rewrite history. God, I'm so good at this. I know that's annoying. I know it was early. You couldn't have put in the AirPods. You couldn't have put on the Beats by Dre and just listen to anything but. I mean, I hate to silence an elder. I also hate to silence anybody who works for Amtrak. Because I don't know if you know this, but the train situation hasn't been great recently. I mean, you're just lucky that thing didn't go off the tracks. Listen, if it was something where like you're in an airplane and the only way the pilot was going to stay awake and make sure that you didn't hit, I don't know, another plane is that he needed to, you know, re recite first Corinthians over and over again, I would put on my earbuds and just do my best. So sometimes we get annoyed. It's like when you're sitting at Thanksgiving with your grandma and she tells the same story over and over and over again. You know what? That That's the memory she has. And so, listen, we better be so happy that this guy's taking his ginkgo biloba and that his mind's fresh and sharp. And I'm not here elder shaming, but I'll tell you what, I, you know, I live with a 75-year-old toddler who's sharp as a tack. And the day she starts slipping, I won't be able to handle it. So if I need to listen to the the same stories about Eastern Airlines 45 times in a row, because that brings her joy, I let her do it. You know, my mom said the other day, you're being short with me. Oh, Heather, you're being a bitch. And you know what? I apologized. I was. I grabbed her little brittle arms and I brought her in tight. And I said, I don't want to squeeze too hard because then you'll be bruised and then I'll be locked up raw. But you know what? He needed that. You know the joy that guy gets from getting on that train? And he's like, I'm doing my usual route. I'm going from Boston to the big city. And it just brings him so much joy. Now, could he be a little more entertaining? Sure. Could he have done an abbreviated version? Could it be he just uh, gives you five bullet point facts as he's rolling into town? Next stop, Baltimore. The only thing you need to know about this town is it's not great. You know what I mean? I feel, and that's no hate, no shade to Baltimoreans, but you know, I don't fuck with you. I'm kidding. I love you. I'm just fucking around. You know, I don't know if maybe we need to have somebody, you know, pull them aside. Hey, Carl, we love the enthusiasm, but people are trying to work on the morning train. So maybe we could leave it to little five minute increments, but I don't want to just go in and crush an elder's dream. You know, I got asked recently, this is kind of fucked up, but I got asked recently, somebody was like, why don't you post more photos of your dad? And you know what my direct response was? I was like, because I don't have any more. Because he's dead. I don't have any recent photos of my dad because he's dead. All of the memories of my father stopped the minute he died. <laughs> Can you believe it? Why don't you ever post other photos of your dad? Because that's all we have. Another thing, if you're the dad, get in front of the camera more often. My dad was always taking the photos in our family. 
So the photos that I have with my dad, of my dad, stopped in 2015, the minute he died. So I want you guys to remember that. One, don't ask them why people don't post more photos of their dead relatives because those photos stop. You can only post the same photo of you outside of a cheesecake factory so many times until it's done. You know what I mean? Every Father's Day, I could repost my favorite photo of my dad, but there are no new photos of my dad. Now, thanks to AI, maybe I somebody, I would love a, a hologram, a holographic of my dad being like, hi, sugar tits, you did it. I'd love that. I would need that. I'm sure my therapist would be like, <laughs> we're teetering. <laughs> He's still not coming home. But you know what I mean? So let's think about the train conductor. While I know that's an absolutely not for you and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I mean, I'd be fucking annoyed too. I'd be like, cork it, Carl. But maybe that's the thing that that guy needs. Maybe those are his only memories. Maybe a happy time in his life was when he was a history professor at BU. And he got let go because he stole a little money from the booster club. But he, he, he knows that trains in America are dying. It's a dying breed, and he wants to hold on to that train engine, and it brings him joy. I don't know. I think we got to give a little grace to the people who are a little bit older in our lives. I mean, for fuck's sake, every, I've said this before, but every other country, look at the Asian culture. I mean, grandma could hit you in the face with the spoon, and you take it, and you go, yes, ma'am, you can sleep in my bed. I will sleep on the floor. The way that, that Americans, in particular, treat their parents and their elders and everybody else is just wild. I don't know if that was a good example, but my Korean friends are like, they don't fuck around. Like grandma is everything. Now I will say that I do have some elder people in my life that are not respectful of me and I don't have to have a forced relationship with those people. I tried and then I said, I don't, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm good. I just don't have to be, I just don't have to be around. Because there's no reason why you should be fully disrespected. But, I mean, you go, you, you call a Korean friend and say, how's your grandma? And they're like, she's sitting on my lap right now. Why? And you're like, exactly. Also, when people say, well, why is your mom? Well, here's another thing, too. I'm just venting about life in general. I was out to dinner the other night and somebody said, where's your mom? And I was like, well, Jeff and I are just on a date. You know, we're two, two people who are allowed to just go to dinner ourselves. Why isn't your mom with you? So I just, I, I, I'm kind of like ironically spinning in circles here. I'm like, my mom's with me all the time, taking her to dinner tonight. We're, at, we're going on a thruple date, Jeff, Robin, and I. But if you do see me in, in public or Publix, the grocery store, and my mom is not with me, I'm also like, I'm just running errands. Don't worry, I didn't leave her in the car in the backseat with her iPad. The air conditioning is on. She's at home having a glass of wine. Just also know that I'm doing my best, too. We're all doing our best. You know what? The real moral of the story is we need to build back up Amtrak because if you go to Europe, they take the trains everywhere. And the fact that we have not been able to figure out a fast train system, and I'm sure you were on the express, but if we had the European train system, you wouldn't have have, it, have to have listened to, to two and a half hours of, you know, historical facts from Boston to New York. Because if we were in the European train system, it would have taken maybe three and a half minutes to get there. That's all I'm saying. 
One, shout out to Koreans for taking care of their grandparents. Two, you don't have to be nice to older people if they're absolute assholes to you. But three, you should let your grandma sit on your lap. And four, you know, I don't have new photos of my dad because he's dead. Thank you. Listen, I'm out here wearing my mesh shorts today. You know what I mean? And you know what I'm not trying to have? That booty B.O. I know it sounds funny, but if you're having it, it's not so much. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Lumi, the world's best whole body deodorant. It's clinically proven to control odor everywhere, pits, privates, and beyond for a whopping 72 hours. As an OBGYN, Lumi's founder, Dr. Shannon Klingman, met thousands of women concerned with odor below the belt. She discovered it wasn't the vagina to blame, but the bacteria on the skin. So she created Lumi, a pH-optimized aluminum-free deodorant that actually really works. Y'all, I love Lumi. I wear that shit when I'm on the road. I wear it when I'm on stage. It just helps me keep fresh because nobody likes swamp ass. You know what I'm saying? And it works everywhere. With over... 150,000 five-star reviews to prove it. Listen, new customers get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code absolutely at lumideodorant.com. I really like Lumi. I think it smells fantastic. I also love that it's aluminum-free. I put it on the inside of my thighs. I put it on my bits. You know what I mean? My pits. I'm putting it everywhere. One of my favorite places, I put it all over my tummy because there's nothing worse than when you're like really sweaty and then you're just, you know, your t-shirt's wet because that's where I sweat from my low-hanging tits. You know what I mean? Listen, it is clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor up to 72 hours. So again, as a special offer to my listeners and new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code absolutely at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code absolutely. Support for today's episode of the podcast comes from Honey Love. Listen, the reviews are in. Honey Love was just voted the best bridal shapewear. And let me tell you something. One of my biggest regrets on my wedding day is that I did not have the right stuff underneath. I wish I would have had the Honey Love support. I didn't. It was like something that I totally forgot about. And then I look at some of my wedding pictures and I'm just like, why didn't I smooth things out with the Honey Love? I saw all these Instagram ads for Honey Love and I've now ordered it and I'm obsessed with it. Honey Love is the absolute tits. What I love about Honey Love is that it's the go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. And you'll immediately feel and see the difference. We have an exclusive offer for all of my listeners. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link. All you do is go to honeylove, that's H-O-N-E-Y-L-O-V-E.com slash abso. That's honeylove.com slash abso, A-B-S-O. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash abso. Listen, I love Honey Love. You're going to love them too. I honestly think everything that they make is incredible. They also have amazing bodysuits with 360 bonded compression that smooths your tummy and hips and built-in bus support, lists without underwire, shapewear that's comfortable. Yep, you heard that right, shapewear that is comfortable. That's the biggest thing here. Listen, treat yourself and get the best shapewear on the market, like I said, and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash abso. And again, that is honeylove.com slash abso for 20% off. Now back to the podcast. Hey, Heather, this is Brenna, Brenna and Megan in um, Washington, D.C. And we called first because we wanted to talk to you about how every single man we're encountering on dating apps, like once we get their phone number, they have an Android. Like we think we're mm. in like an epidemic of androids right now. Yeah. Um, but 
while we were talking about calling you for that, we were sitting on the balcony having a cute glass of rosé and our neighbor across the way just is walking around fully naked. What do you mean? Fully naked and he does not care. And so we're trying to decide like, does he not understand that walking around naked with all the blinds up people are going to see or does he and he's just a pervert, you know? So I don't know if um. Mm. If Brenner and Megan have anything to to add to this, other than absolutely not, mm-hmm. just absolutely not to Android, and absolutely not to men walking around with their blinds wide open? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, just an absolutely not to pervert. <laughs> so Thanks, I don't know. We would like your take on Androids and on. Does he know he's the naked neighbor and not care, or is he just clueless? Because it's a it's full frontal. Okay, love you. Great, ladies. Thank you for calling in. So I am not defending the Android usage. I mean, I hear it takes good photos, but I don't know. I barely know how to use all the different elements of my iPhone, my iPad, my my Mac. Shout out to Apple. Would love some, I don't know, free dingle dongles. Regardless, though, maybe they're in tech. You know what I mean? Y'all said you were in D.C., right? Maybe they're in tech. Maybe they're in some sort of startup. Or maybe they work for the CIA. And the reason you're, you know, maybe secret service people are on Androids because they know better. They know that the Apple products are about to get got. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably a security thing. Everybody, when I'm in D.C., I'm looking over my shoulder. Everybody to me is like, you know, a shapeshifter, lizard eyes, like something at any moment. You could just be standing in a bar and the guy in the suit next to you could like turn into a dragon. I don't trust it. I love D.C., but everybody's like one degree away from being near a nuclear plant a little too long. Like they know the secrets. And if they say they're a lobbyist, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? What does that mean? No one knows. Anyways, my point being, though, with your neighbor who's walking around with the blinds on, again, not defending him. If he's a creep, he's a creep. I have a feeling, though, go with me here, girls. I have a feeling you took an edible. You know what I mean? He came home, hard day of work. He's been bebopping, talking to girls on the Android all day. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do a little me time. It's hot out. It's the beginning. You know, it's the middle of August. I'm going to strip down, take a cool shower. He's probably been listening to like a little Wim Hof method, maybe been listening to the the Huberman Lab podcast. He's like, I know I got to get grounded and rooted. So he comes home, strips down, does a cold shower, maybe a little ice bath. And then the edible kicks in or maybe he's micro micro dosing, you know, hip, hip, hypnotics, hiptronics, neuropath, neuropathogens. And he's like, I just got to stand here on my hardwood floor, feel my toes seep into the wood that nature gave us. And he doesn't realize the blinds are up. Can I tell you, Jeff took a shower. We have like really intense shutters, right? Jeff took a shower the other day. All the lights on in our in our thing. The shutters were wide open and it was like dusk. So, you know, if you're like looking in and the house next to us is pretty far away. But I walk in the bathroom, I go, Jeff, our neighbors are literally watching. You, you, you know, pressure wash your testicles right now with that shower hose. He's like, I didn't even think about it. 
So I'm not making excuses. This guy could very well be a pervert. You know, go on some sort of that 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 on the internet. Make sure he doesn't have some sort of rap sheet for being a you know a a, a felon, a creepy felon. But if he doesn't, I think the bra just came home and forgot the shades were up. You know what I mean? I think he the edible kicked in, dude. Do you know how many times I have been high walking through my kitchen in my underwear and I've caught a glimpse of myself in the window? The lights are down. I mean, it's dusk, but I catch a glimpse of myself in the window and I'm, I just throw up a bow like I'm ready to fight. And then I'm like, oh, dude, that was me. I'm so high right now. And there's sometimes, you know, when you do feel a little too comfortable in your own home, you're like, they, they can't see me. Listen, this is an old theater rule for anybody who's listening. Their old theater rule is if you can see them, they can see you. So when I'm backstage and I'm to the side and I peer out to see how like people are filling in, like if we should start the show on time or if the bar line's too long, if they see me, I can see them. If I can see them, they can see me. So that's a rule of thumb in your house too, dudes. Listen, if you're walking around, balls out, smoking a bowl, I can see you, brother. If you can look out and go, oh, shit, Carla got a lot of Amazon packages across the street. She can see you. And then if you sit down on your couch and start jerking off, we can also see that. And then that's why he, that person is probably on some sort of sex offender registry. So definitely, I mean, I'd Google it. I think it's an easy Google. But regardless, bras, if you're listening, come home, do your ice bath. At least put on a towel, put on a, a boxer. Don't be walking around with the windows up. I don't care if you're high. I don't care if you're microdosing. I don't care if you had two white wines and you're just feeling frisky. Keep your things in your home and don't be a douche. Okay, great. The Android thing, I don't know. I think maybe we should all be on Androids. Maybe we're turning into Androids. I don't know. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Laura from Michigan. Hey. And this is a redo because the first one didn't do it justice. So I have an absolutely not. And that is going to the club pool and getting yelled at. So I was using a pool noodle with my four-year-old. And apparently it's medical grade. And the lifeguard yelled at me because she didn't want my four-year-old to break it. First of all, what the fuck is a medical grade pool noodle? Second of all, I then asked her, are you going to tell the 80 year old men in the deep end to get off the pool noodle so they don't break them? Cause they weigh a hell of a lot more medical. than my four year old does. And the lady got on her walkie talkie, oh. the lifeguard, I mean, and she didn't know what to say. She said, I don't make the rules, ma'am. I just follow them. It's a gray area. Mm. And I said, I'm going to get out and eat. And then I'm going to leave this place. <laughs> love and light. Bye. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I love that after you were like, why, you're trying to go tit for tat with this fucking, you know, 18-year-old lifeguard. And you're like, well, why are the people in the deep end on the medical gray pool noodles? Why? Are, and then she's like, I don't know. And you're like, fine, I'm going to go eat. Do you know how many times I have had arguments with either my husband, you know, my sister, my mom, whomever in my life, where I the button on that argument is agree to disagree. I'm going to go eat. 
you know what? I'm going to go eat. Okay. Oh, you didn't make the rules. You just follow them. But you know what I'm going to do? Follow the buffet line. I'm going to go eat. (laughs) I'm going to go eat. I mean, first of all, we already know that we don't give lifeguards enough credit and we also give them too much credit. I mean, when I think about the lifeguards at my pool growing up, they were eating full ham sandwiches. You know, they had the Tamagotchis. They were on the Blackberries. They, they were never looking out for a life. Now, a beach lifeguard, Baywatch style, that's a whole nother thing. But a country club pool lifeguard, you and I both know, they out there to flirt. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go eat. Ugh. There's nothing worse than when somebody says, well, you know, I don't make the rules. I just follow them. You know, I didn't make the rules. Well, I didn't make the rules. Well, maybe you should have a team meeting in the back room and we should make some adjustments. You know what I'm saying? My thing is make everybody do a swim test. You know what I mean? Okay, you come to the pool. You got to tread water for three minutes, hands above head. If you can do it, That gives me enough time as a lifeguard to put down my ham sandwich gently, slowly climb down the ladder. Like if something really bad were to happen and I'm like, okay, now I can get in. You know, I'm going to go eat and then I'm going to save your life. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. I love that though. Anytime there has been a rough moment in my life, I stress eat. I never lose my appetite when I'm stressed. I stress eat. That's going to be my new catchphrase in life. I'm going to go eat. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to give me bad medical information? Bad medical news? What was that? I got a week to live? I'm going to go eat. Oh, you're ready for a divorce? Okay, I'll see you in court. And then I'm going to go eat. Easy. Breezy. Give me a Sammy. I also just love how you knew going into this argument with this like whatever dipshit lifeguard, you're like, you know what? I'm going to let her know that I'm leaving the beef in the pool, but then I also got a roast beef sandwich in my Yeti cooler that's in right under that umbrella. I'm going to go eat. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat. That shit makes me laugh so hard. That shit makes me laugh so hard. Dude, you got her. You told her. When in doubt, so have your final word. Be like, and that's why your mom's a whore. Let me go eat. I, I, imagine, imagine if you were in an actual argument. Like, back up, back up. Your mama is a whore. Let me go eat. And just imagine, imagine if you were walking down the streets of Baltimore and you saw two dudes going at it. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to go eat. You'd be like, damn. Shit's not going to be good after lunch. I love that. That made me, that brought me joy. Also, I don't know what a medical grade pool noodle is. I'm going to guess it's got some sort of weight for people who are doing like water aerobics. So in defense of the lifeguard, she probably didn't want your four-year-old being weighed down by a medical grade pool noodle. You know what I mean? It's like a medicine ball. Medical grade, pool noodle, medicine ball. It was probably some sort of weighted thing that the, you know, silver sneakers community needed for their water aerobics. She's probably trying to save a life and actually do her job. So you know what? Shout out to the country club pool lifeguards who actually we don't give enough credit to, but I'm gonna go eat. Let's get to the next voicemail. 
Hey, Heather. I'm going to say anonymous for this one. Um, but I just wanted to say, give an absolutely yes to accidentally finding my engagement ring uh, while cleaning the house. Mm. I'm too afraid to open it, but uh, open it. just wanted to say that and that there was an episode a while back on your podcast talking about just like giving yourself grace about where you are in life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it just really resonated with me. So I just want to say thanks girl for being love and light in this crazy, crazy world. Um, And also I guess hopefully I'll be engaged soon. Cool. All right. Love you girl. Bye. First of all, I love that you gave me credit for reminding us all to give ourselves grace. And in that same vein, you're like, I was a nosy ass bitch and I found my engagement ring. (laughs) You know who I'm not giving grace to? My future fiance. Because he's stupid because he left the ring in a Home Depot bag in the backseat of his car. Wait. Oh, I'm so excited. I just got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Ooh, I love it. I like it. I want some more of it. Listen. Guys, you got to realize, you know, you're keeping your blinds open. You're walking around nude. You also got to realize we know the the feeling a woman gets when she knows she's about to be engaged, proposed to. It's it's not like like we have superhuman strength when it comes to motherhood, when it comes to our survival instincts. We also have just a it's like a I don't know. It's like a sixth sense, like an eye on the back of your neck and you just you turn because you're like, I know where the ring is. You just know. And also, guys, I don't know how to tell you this. We're three steps ahead of you. We mature at a quicker rate. We know when you when you're we've finally broken you down, when we have literally pushed down the fibers of your self-confidence to the point where we are like, you're trapped. And you know you're trapped. So where do you go, Zales? And you get a ring. I knew it. When I had had my girlfriends harassing Jeff so much, when he had a propose, when he had a propose, like when he having a baby, when he having a baby, we know what we're doing. And I would sit at dinners like, stop, guys, stop asking him that. Stop asking Jeff, when are you going to propose? Babe, everybody is literally making me nuts. They're literally being like, when's Jeff going to propose? And I'm like, get off of him. He is working so hard. He, let him be. And I would do the reverse psychology, but I'd be playing that seed. Like, babe, I have your back. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. No rush. But it's going to be next week. You know what I mean? We know what we're doing. Dude, we're smart. Also, I think you should go back and look at the ring. I, I do. Like, and I know some, there's some people in their car right now being like, don't do it. Don't look at the ring. I think you got to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I was surprised. I went and picked out this ring at Jeff's jeweler, shout out to H&H Jewelry. And my ring had a different stone in it. And Jeff surprised me by, you know, getting that diamond. But um, I went in and Jeff was so upset. He did not want to go and try on rings. I was like, honey, I love you, but this is a financial investment. Can, we've been together a long time. Can we just get what, what I want? And I went and I tried this ring on and it fit perfectly. And he's like, but it, it's not a diamond in the middle. I said, well, I, it's got my birthstone. I don't, I don't care. I like unique stuff. And we looked at a couple things and then he totally surprised me with that. He's like, but that's what you want. It was between that and another ring. And I was like, just give me what I want. You know, but I love it. I love the surprise. 
It's like the Kristen Wiig character on SNL. When she gets so excited, she'd jump out of a window. That's how I'd feel for you right now. You know what I mean? Now, here's the deal. You already know the rings there. You know what the next steps are. Keep a nice manicure. Get a spray tan. You know what I mean? Just have some cute outfits on ready. If he says in the next two weeks, he may not propose for a year. He may have just gotten a good end of summer deal at Zales on the ring. Okay, okay. so don't think that every 30 seconds he's about to get down on one knee, but he might be. But if he says, hey, let's go to dinner, you down? Say, yeah, let me throw on a quick little sundress. At least don't be lazy. Don't be a cunt about it. You know what I mean? Like, anyone go. Can we just door dash some... Chipotle, like, yes, we love it. We love a, we love a, a, a food delivery, but he's trying to propose. He's trying to propose. So even if he says, hey, we're just going to hop down, get a little sushi, be like, you know what? I'm just, ugh, I feel gross. I feel sweaty. I've been in these mesh shorts all day. And honestly, my vagina has just gotten too much of a cool breeze. I need a, ugh, I need to put something else on. I feel a little more, feel a little more secure like myself. Let me put on a quick sundress. And you come around the corner and the, you know, that, that 6 p.m. light's just hitting you perfectly. And you're like, how do I look? He's like, it looks like you're ready to eat some fucking sushi. That dress looks like a trash bag. That looks comfy as hell. Let's go. Get in the truck. And you're like, tonight's the night. <laughs> Jeff proposed to me in a swimming pool. And I knew it was happening because I, I just felt the energy shift. And I saw all these people getting out of the pool. And then I saw a photographer out of the corner of my eye at like three o'clock and I turned around and all of a sudden the pool was empty. Everybody was staring at me. And then this float was floating towards me that Jeff had built full of flowers. And then it floated down to me and I said, where's the ring? And he pulled a box out of his swim trunks. The ring was in the water and he opened the box. And I screamed, I'm a Falcon's wife. Because it was big. And the Falcons are the, the Atlanta's team. And I, all I told him, I said, listen, we've been together so long. I just want to feel like an NFL wife. And damn it if he didn't do it. And then I, I think I hit him and said, why did you have this fucking ring in the pool? And everyone clapped and cheered. And then I pushed him out of the way and took a solo photo shoot of my engagement photos. And we never got a single one of those photos framed. And we have the best wedding photos ever. Shout out to Brooke Johnson, who took my uh, wedding photos. But we still have not printed any out. Like, I need to print out my wedding photos. I hate doing tasks like that. I'm like, just print them all. Print them all. Send them to me. I look great in every single photo. Thank you. Goodbye. Don't even have a single engagement photo. Like, I don't even think we ended up paying for the album. And they were great photos. But I'm excited for you. Also, I don't want to get your hopes up. You know what I mean? You know, it could be a cock ring in there too. Just, just a heads up. If he pulls it out the next time, post-sushi date, y'all had a little too much sake, you're feeling a little loose. And he's like, listen, I went down to, uh, you know, the sex shop and I bang. You know what I mean? If he pulls and tries to make some funny and then put a ring on his penis, you just walk out. No, actually, you don't walk out. You got to lay there and do what you got to do. But I need you to know, I don't, I think you need to go look at it and make sure that it is an engagement ring and it's not some sort of deviant sex trick. Because then you're going to be disappointed. And ain't nothing worse than thinking you're getting an engagement ring and it's just a vibrating band that goes around a ding dong. <laughs> tell you what, I'll tell you what. It wouldn't be great. I'm excited for you, though. 
I'm excited for everybody. I'm excited for me even exploring and opening the idea in my mind that I could handle being a mother. I'm excited for going back out on the road. I'm excited for the fall season. I'm not excited for sports, but I am excited for sports. I'm excited to see your little faces out at these shows to giggle. I'm excited to shoot another special. I can't believe it's happening. I'm excited to announce when my first special is going to be out. All exciting stuff. We have a lot to look forward to. But remember, my life motto, if you keep your expectations wildly low, you can never be disappointed. And at the end of the day, I'm going to eat. I got to go eat. Yeah, girl, I'm going to eat. I love you. I mean it. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Next week, I will be in Los Angeles. We're getting some very exciting guests in the studio, and it's going to be great. I'm going to be back in the Dear Media studios, so we are going to be bringing you some hot fire content per usual. But in the meantime, get your tickets at heatherontour.com and get your voicemails to me, 800-213-7503. I love you. I mean it. Shout out to all the moms and dads out there doing the damn thing. Arrivederci, ciao bella. See you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Ciao bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.